Maud Kathleen Dowley was born on March 7, 1903, in a small family outside of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. She grew up with supportive parents who encouraged her interest in art and music. Maud's mother encouraged her daughter in the arts. She learned to play piano, draw, and paint. Maud's father was a blacksmith and harness maker, and he was able to provide a good life for his family. From him, she learned about the traditional way of life at a time of rapid modernization. She would later depict scenes of rural life from her childhood in nostalgic paintings of working animals in harness or horse-drawn carriages. At the age of 13, her family moved to Yarmouth, where her father set up a harness shop. It was a bustling town at the time, one of the country's most major seaports, another subject matter that she would go on to depict in her paintings. We introduced one of our weekend art classes to Maud Lewis, and this is what they had to say. Hi, we are the weekend art class. Maud Lewis didn't describe herself as an artist because she was a folk artist. I think that it's really amazing if somebody who has a disability can make such beautiful paintings. She only sold her paintings for $40 because she didn't consider herself an artist. I think that because she didn't take any lessons like, like we were doing. Yeah, I think the same. I think that she just didn't and she just kind of taught herself and she didn't really describe herself as an artist. By 1937, both of Maud's parents had passed away, and she was left with little support or safety net. Seeking to escape the confines of her life, she answered an ad in the paper for a housekeeper for a local fish peddler named Everett Lewis. She offered her services to him, but refused to live in his house without being married. So, after a brief courtship, they were married, and Maud moved into his small, 12.5 by 13.5 foot, one-room house, in the village of Marshalltown in Digby County, about 100 kilometers from Yarmouth. They lived under difficult conditions with no money and no running water or electricity. At first, she would join him on his route selling fish, selling some of her hand-painted cards along the way. Eventually, she started painting larger paintings on board. She sold them from their house on the side of the main road. We asked Danielle, how would you define folk art? Folk art, like all the kinds of terms and categories we apply to art, can be a little bit slippery and mean different things to different people or mean different things um, in different places or at different points in history. But generally, it is understood that folk art refers to art made by people who are untrained or self-taught or might not even consider themselves artists, um, much like Maude Lewis, actually, in her own lifetime. But I think we can also think of folk art as rooted in place, as an expression of the cultural life of a community. Folk art can often encompass works that have a function of utility. So even in Maud Lewis's own paintings, if we look at the pairs of oxen, they have a yoke that has a decorative style specific to the East Coast. So that could be a kind of folk art. Or if we think of quilters, so people are making quilts that we use for a certain function, but they are putting all sorts of different kind of design elements and, and aspects of themselves into that creative object. We might also call this vernacular art. But in terms of Maud Lewis and the East Coast, Maud Lewis was someone who wasn't formally trained. She didn't really go to galleries and have a community of artists, but she learned on her own and from looking at popular media, so things like calendars or magazines or postcards. 
historically, folk art was often included, if it was in collections or exhibitions, in history museums rather than sort of within the art world of galleries. But beginning generally in the 1970s, we have the sort of greater art world, curators, collectors, art galleries, taking more notice of folk art and actually including it in their exhibitions and catalogs. And in large part, this does have to do with the recognition that Ma Lewis was receiving at the time. She played a major role in this kind of shift of our understanding of folk art. 